On March 9th, the public charge rule under the prior Trump administration was vacated and removed. USCIS and the U.S. Department of State will apply the old 1999 rule to determine whether a person is likely to become a public charge on the U.S. government. This is Episode 9. 2019 public charge rule gets tossed. 1999 rule is back. Hello and welcome to the Legal Immigrant Podcast. My name is Diane Williams. I'm a U.S. immigration attorney at Diane Williams Law and your host for the show. Under statutory law passed by Congress, a foreign national may be barred from the U.S. on public charge in admissibility grounds. Under Section 212A4 of the Immigration and Nationality Act, a person seeking entry to the U.S. on a visa or applying for permanent residence is inadmissible if, at the time of application for admission or adjustment of status, is likely at any time to become a public charge. Applicants will not be granted entry to the U.S. or a green card or immigrant visa if they are deemed inadmissible under Section 212A4. Section 212A4B of the Immigration and Nationality Act instructs USCIS and U.S. consular officers to consider the following factors. Age, health, family status, assets, resources, and financial status, and education and skills of the applicant. The statute does not define public charge, but in 1999, USCIS and DOS guidelines began to define it to mean a person who is or is likely to become primarily dependent on the U.S. government for subsistence, as shown by the receipt of public cash assistance for income maintenance or institutionalization for long-term care at government expense. There is no waiver for intended immigrants found inadmissible under 212A4. While a waiver is legally allowed for non-immigrants found to be inadmissible on public charge grounds, Consular officers generally do not recommend such waivers as a matter of policy, especially when the visa in question requires non-immigrant intent under INA 214B. The 2019 public charge rule was controversial. The prior Trump administration introduced this new final rule on August 14, 2019. It amended how U.S. immigration agencies applied Section 212A4. The 2019 rule gave USCIS more discretionary power to deny Form I-485 green card requests and Form I-129 and Form I-539 applications to change status or extend status on the public charge ground. The Trump administration and supporters of the new rule said it would reduce financial burdens on the U.S. government caused by immigration. Critics argued it was a well-test that made it easier for the U.S. government to deny certain immigration benefits to applicants with fewer financial resources. The rule was set to take effect on October 15, 2019, which was 60 days after its publication. But federal court litigation delayed the implementation to February 24, 2020. 
For some time, USCIS was applying the 2019 public charge rule and requiring green card applicants to submit a Form I-944 Declaration of Self-Sufficiency with financial documentation, such as a credit score report, proof of health insurance, proof of assets and resources, and proof of liabilities and debts. The 2019 public charge rule brought several key changes. One was it expanded the range of public benefits that may be considered when determining whether applicants who have received or are currently receiving benefits are inadmissible on public charge grounds. Under the 1999 rule, public benefit means cash assistance programs, such as Supplemental Security Income, SSI, Temporary Assistance to Needy Families, TANF, and State General Relief or General Assistance. The 2019 rule expanded the term public benefit to include previously excluded programs, such as federally funded Medicaid with certain exclusions, Supplemental Nutrition and Assistance Program, or SNAP, which are formerly called food stamps, Section 8 Housing Choice Voucher Program, Section 8 Project-Based Rental Assistance, and Public Housing under Section 9 of the Housing Act of 1937. A second key change was the government deemed a person to be a public charge if they received one or more public benefits for more than 12 months in the aggregate within any 36-month period. Green card or immigrant visa applicants and applicants seeking a change or extension of non-immigrant status had to show they did not receive public benefits for more than 12 months in total in any 36-month period. A third key change was the application of the totality of the circumstances test based on age, health, family status, assets, resources, financial status, education, and skills. The shift toward the weighing of positive factors and negative factors meant the Form I-864 Affidavit of Support was no longer relied on as sufficient proof by itself to demonstrate the applicant would not become a public charge in immigration cases that require this affidavit of support. How did the 2019 public charge rule come to an end? There was extensive federal court litigation challenging its implementation. On November 2, 2020, the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of Illinois vacated the 2019 public charge rule nationwide. That decision was stayed by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Seventh Circuit. But on March 9, 2021, the Seventh Circuit lifted its stay and the U.S. District Court vacating the 2019 public charge rule went into effect. As a result, USCIS immediately stopped applying the public charge final rule to all pending applications and petitions that would have been subject to that rule. USCIS agreed to return to the 1999 interim field guidance when adjudicating any green card applications or applications for change or extension of status that was pending or received on or after March 9, 2021. USCIS also will no longer apply the separate but related public benefits condition to applications or petitions for extension of non-immigrant stay and change of non-immigrant status. 
The DHS secretary announced that the government will no longer defend the 2019 public charge rule, as doing so is neither in the public interest nor an efficient use of limited government resources. This announcement followed President Biden's executive order on restoring faith in our legal immigration systems and strengthen integration and inclusion efforts for new Americans, which call for an immediate review of agency actions on public charge inadmissibility and deportability. A federal case challenging the 2019 public charge rule was dismissed by the U.S. Supreme Court upon the Biden administration's request. The new administration has already stated it will not continue to apply the 2019 rule and will return to the 1999 rule. The Department of Justice will no longer pursue appellate review of judicial decisions invalidating or stopping enforcement of the 2019 public charge rule. There is no more need for advocacy groups to continue with this legal challenge in court. So how does this decision affect applications and petitions still pending? The 1999 Interim Field Guidance on the Public Charge Inadmissibility Ground is now in effect. The 2019 Public Charge Rule has now been tossed. On or after March 9, 2021, applicants and petitioners should not provide information required solely by the 2019 Public Charge Final Rule. For example, applicants for adjustment to permanent residence should not provide the Form I-944 Declaration of Self-Sufficiency or any evidence required on that form with their Form I-485. Applicants and petitioners for extension of non-immigrant stay and change of non-immigrant status should not provide information related to the receipt of public benefits on the Form I-129, Part 6, the Form I-129-CW, Part 6, the Form I-539, Part 5, and the Form I-539-A, Part 3. USCIS removed content related to the vacated 2019 public charge final rule from the affected USCIS forms and has posted updated versions of affected forms. The current edition date for the affected forms is March 10, 2021. Starting April 19th, USCIS will accept only this current edition. Until then, prior editions specified on each form may be used. In line with the 1999 Interim Field Guidance, USCIS will not consider an applicant's receipt of 1. Medicaid, except for long-term institutionalization at the government's expense, 2. Public housing or subsidized housing, or 3. Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program or SNAP benefits as part of the public charge in admissibility determination. Even though the 2019 public charge rule has been tossed, statutory law regarding public charge in admissibility is still in effect. It applies to applicants for immigrant visas and green cards unless Congress has exempted them from this ground. Congress has carved out certain exemptions to the public charge inadmissibility ground for refugees, asylees, certain T and U non-immigrant visa applicants, human trafficking and certain crime victims respectively, and certain self-petitioners under the Violence Against Women Act.
Public charge inadmissibility ground also applies to applicants for extension of non-immigrant stay or change of non-immigrant status. Such applicants are subject to the rules public benefit condition unless the non-immigrant classification is exempted by law or regulation from the public charge inadmissibility ground. While the 2019 public charge final rule will no longer apply to pending applications and petitions as of March 9, applicants still have to show they will not become a public charge to the United States based on 1999 guidelines. Family-based green card or immigrant visa applicants must still submit the Form I-864 affidavit of support from the petitioner, who is the main sponsor, or a joint sponsor. Petitioners are still required to submit the Form I-864 and financial documents to demonstrate they meet the income requirement to sponsor their relative in the United States. If an applicant or petitioner has already provided information related solely to the 2019 public charge rule and USCIS adjudicates the application or petition on or after March 9th, it will not consider any information that relates solely to the public charge final rule. This includes information provided on the Form I-944, evidence submitted with the Form I-944, or information on the receipt of public benefits on Form I-129 Part 6, Form I-129CW Part 6, Form I-539 Part 5, and Form I-539A Part 3. If you received a request for evidence or notice of intent to deny requesting information that is solely required under the public charge final rule, including the Form I-944, and your response is due on or after March 9th, you do not need to provide that information, but you do need to respond to other aspects of the RFE or NOID that otherwise pertain to the eligibility for the immigration benefit you seek. If USCIS requires additional information or evidence to make a public charge in admissibility determination under the statute and consistent with the 1999 interim field guidance, it will issue a separate RFE or NOID. Immigrant visa applicants at the U.S. Embassy or consulate abroad do not need to be concerned about the 2019 public charge rule. In fact, it has not been applied by the Department of State as of July 2020 due to the federal court litigation. The rescission of the 2019 rule means it will no longer be pursued by both the Department of Homeland Security and the U.S. Department of State. This is general information only on the public charge in admissibility ground. If you have a Section 212A4 problem, you may contact me through my website at dinewilliamslaw.com to request a consultation. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with others. And if you like the show, please subscribe and give it a five-star rating and review. Thank you for tuning in and join me again for the next episode.